that choice paralysis that I was like, okay, do you know what? Trust the gut. I was like, nothing that is supposed to happen should be this hard. Nothing that is good for you should ever give you this much anxiety. And you know what? That goes in every facet. Hey chicks, I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons because we are broken funds, but rich in life. And it's true. How the bloody hell are you, Sal? Good. It's Friday Arvo. It's a Friday Arvo. Ready for the weekend. Yeah. We had a few body sodas at the pub for our lunch break. <laughs> Girl dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> I'm still so mad that Boy Dinner has the better song. Have you heard it? Yeah, I have, but I still think that I know everyone's saying that, but I think that the girl dinner one is more catchy for me. I don't know. It's, it's definitely it's more catchy, but like the harmonization of like Moon River remix to Boy Dinner, I just I just really like it. Yeah, true. All That's right. okay. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Equality. <laughs> Feminism. Mm-hmm. So today we are talking all about making hard life decisions. Mm-hmm. And this has spawned (laughs) from the depths of hell in probably the hardest life decision Sal and I have ever had to make. Um, We basically to give context without getting sued. (laughs) We had a career opportunity on the table this week that honestly was like a dream of ours Mm. and it had been on the bucket list. Like we had actually been saying we should do this like since we met and we were so excited for this. It was like a six-month lead up. And then when it came down to the crutch point, all these kind of like red flags started to show. And we were like, wait, hold on. Like this this has stopped feeling nice. Mm. Um, and we're building anxiety around this. But naturally with all decisions in life, there is a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. And... We, before, like, we can break it, we can go into that later. But we ended up actually turning this opportunity down because we realised it wasn't the right thing for us. But making that decision was honestly one of the hardest things we've ever done. Mm -hmm. We, like, didn't sleep for days and Mm -hmm. we're just riddled with anxiety. And I think that's a pretty common experience when having to make a really hard decision, especially when the right decision isn't, necessarily clear at first I also think which again we'll get into more (laughs) but a right decision is what you make it so we ended up saying no to this and then once we made the decision it was like uh, the whole load that we were bearing just was lifted up from our shoulders and we could actually like go back to being ourselves because during this whole phase of being anxious and not making the decision, it was just heavy. And like the power does come in making the decision and you can make whatever decision you make the right decision. So that's kind of the context of where this episode came from because we wanted to kind of speak to you chicks about, you know, like it, it happens to everyone. And this wasn't the right decision because it stopped being authentic to us. Like, yeah. you know, there were barriers on on how we could communicate with you chicks. And we we're like, no, 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 no. Those are our girls. I was like, we're, and for us as well, like, we want you to know, like, this podcast comes first. Like, you chicks come first. And it's not like a, you know, we turn down deals every time. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I don't know, when sometimes people say that, I'm like, shut up. Cool. Like, <laughs> amazing. You're rich. <laughs> like, and it's not that. It's more... I think it was actually quite empowering to have had this dream or like this want and then we actually have a new dream 
now. Yeah, and, exactly. And that was the thing that once making that decision, it was kind of a nice realisation of being like, that's not what I want anymore. What I have now is more valuable. So that's my love letter to you chicks Yeah, <laughs> this morning. And we just thought like literally as soon as we made this the afternoon, decision. Sorry, I said this morning and I'd also been like, we'd been at the pub. so I don't we, wanna... we usually record in the morning, <laughs> yeah, chicks. That's yeah. why we've got a bit of a mix up. But yeah. yeah, it actually, as soon as we made the decision, we were like, this would make a great podcast episode. Mm. And it really inspired us to share what we found helpful in making this decision. So we're going to share some tips on how mm-hmm. to make hard decisions because no matter what happens in life, where you are in your career or relationships, like you have to make hard decisions at some point. So we yeah. hope that you guys find this helpful. Like it's a universal experience that like life is not easy. And then especially growing up and navigating your 20s, mm. there are going to be multiple hard decisions in your life. There's never going to be one moment where you're like, oh, done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That was so hard. That's the only hard decision I'm ever going to have to make in life. Yeah, And I think... The the one main rule, like we're going to go through a couple tips, but like the one golden sparkle unicorn farts rule with making hard decisions is to trust your gut. My gut is, other than Sally, my best friend. Like mm-hmm. my gut has got me through so many moments in life. And you know what? She's a witch. I am a witch. She has magical powers. It's actually wild. Like reference, Sally, is my gut a witch? Yes. Yes. It's actually fucked. I knew the day before my boyfriend was going to break up with me and I didn't. There was nothing. Yeah, there were no red there flags were no or signs, no red flags. Really. There was nothing. It was the night before and there was just this wave of anxiety and I was like to sound I messaged her and I was like, Bing Bong's going to break up with me tomorrow. And I was like, no way. Yeah. So I was like, you're being silly. She yeah. was like, this other shit thing's happened. You're in your feels. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. I was like, I just know it. I was like, I feel sick. I was like, I know it's going to happen. And then called you that afternoon. And I was like, Bing Bong broke up with me. And yeah. you were like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to trust that moment that if you're being internally pulled in one direction or internally pulled towards a thought or a direction you have to lean into that you have to listen to it it also happened that I was going to a a dinner with some old friendships that were not healthy friendships they weren't you know feeding me in a positive way yeah and I remember I did not want to go to this dinner I remember Mm, saying you had a bad feeling about it I, I was going to dinner with these friends and I just didn't want to go I use friends loosely and I was like I just I don't know I just don't feel good about it Anyway, ended up being the most horrible dinner ever. Yeah. So terrible, stressful, and just this big explosion happened between people at this dinner. And I was like, I knew it. And yeah, yeah, so I think you just always have to listen to yourself. If you are being pulled a certain way, go that way. Do not... Do not try fight it, even if it's not really the one you wanted. You know how when you're a little kid and your mum was like, do you want the strawberry ice cream or the chocolate ice cream? Mm. And you'd be like, flip a coin. When that coin's in the air and you'd be like, oh, I kind of want it to be chocolate. Yeah. So, yeah, listen to that. But the thing is, sometimes your gut goes on holiday <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to leave this up to you. And your brain's like, yeah, and your heart's like, and you you really don't know which one to do. Yeah. Do you struggle? Do you feel like you make more decisions with your head or your heart? With my head, for sure. Mm. But that's also something that I've been trying to break out of a little bit more because I would always make decisions so logically. But like 
sometimes that's what other people are telling you to do or it mm. like seems like the most pragmatic decision but it doesn't really align with what your gut is telling mm. you so you like weigh up all of the pros and cons and sometimes there's more in the cons list so you're like okay well I'll just do this because that makes the most sense but then you end up disappointed so that doesn't always work mm. using your logic and I think sometimes you just like lose out a little bit there's like more nuance to be had to consider both yeah sides yeah I agree so when you're going into making a hard decision what what's like the first thing you would do Mm -hmm. so the first thing I do is I always sleep on it Mm. because I really try to avoid making rash decisions uh, and going into something and making a really like passionate decision because I feel like that doesn't always wield the best results all the time yeah I think that's not me by nature but I have a few people in like my life who make decisions like that not not (laughs) always you there are other people I make I make like light rash decisions yeah whereas I know it's never like a big thing that I'm like done yeah whereas I feel like by observing people who've made rash decisions I'm like okay I need to sleep on it because making decisions is a very emotional thing. Mm. So I always give it time, but then I'll also put a time limit on it and be like, I need to make this decision by X. Whatever that is, it's going to change depending on the decision. But otherwise, I'll end up spinning my wheels and just overthinking yeah. it and just flip-flop between. And it makes it really hard. Whereas if I'm like, okay, I need to make the decision by Friday at 3 p.m., then I just have to make it Mm. and it forces me to make whatever decision it is. You're such a creature of process. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I need it. I love like writing like a pros and cons like because if I have so many thoughts as well and then I can't really make sense of that, writing a like pros and cons list also really helps Writing a list and visually looking at it can be one of the most powerful things that you can do and it can look however you want it to look. It can be pros versus cons it can be things I can control versus things I can't control and if you are someone that needs a lot of control in life and that there's nothing wrong with that it's completely up to you like if you're kind of like yeah whatever happens happens that's also great but if you know you're looking at a list and it's like things I can control and things I can't control and you do like to you know have a little bit more control of things and that list of things I can't control is like just tumbling through your mind constantly that can help you guide into what decision is going to be best for you I think writing things out definitely also helps get your brain to like inbox zero which is really good yeah and even with our episode with Alexis she was saying how the more choices you give yourself you actually never end up making a choice exactly which is one of my ways of going through it as well and it was this lesson I learned from author Florence Given and she talks about the paralysis of indecisiveness Mm -hmm. and how being able to make a choice and having the option to make a choice is actually incredibly empowering that if you never end up making a choice because you're consistently flip-flopping and going back and forth and never knowing what to do because you're literally in year eight English debating against yourself yeah being like countering everything that you've got being like okay well like this could be good but then also what if this happens and like just going through this whole choice paralysis which is a real thing you actually take all the power away from yourself and it's like you don't have any offense nor defense you're Mm -hmm. just there 
and you were just actually sitting down and not doing anything and the power of yourself actually lies in making a decision whether that's the right or the wrong one so I think as well we we have this fear of making the wrong decision Mm. and living with regret and I actually think how many times can you think fuck I made the wrong decision because we've we can probably all think of moments where we've been like, mm, that was maybe the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But how many times have you actually had, you know, a hard decision on your plate, you've then made the decision and then been like, I wish I did the other thing. Maybe there are a few that you can think of, but in most times you make the decision, you made the right one. Yeah. You then start living by that and maybe that kind of leans into the whole manifestation thing. But once you make a decision and you stick by it and you feel it and you lean into it with your whole body, you can make whatever decision you make the right one because you you have to. You make that the yeah. right decision. You're like, I have no choice now. Yeah, like, this, this is, is what I decided. I've been dealt. And once you decide, that is it. You do not go back. You do not change your mind. I mean, yeah, that's fine. In, in lighter decisions in life, you can change your mind. That's so fine. But in terms of really important decisions you need to make in life, you need to put your whole body and soul into it. Like if you're changing roles and changing careers you need to lean into that because if you don't you're always going to have one foot out the door yeah yeah exactly another thing that helps me with making decisions is thinking in years not days Mm. so I don't think okay like how am I going to think about this in a week time in a week's time I think what like where will I be in a year if I make this decision or how will I feel about this decision in a year? And I feel like that takes me out of like the chaos of the present and Mm. all the emotions I'm feeling at the time and being like, will I actually care or will I be like, oh yeah, that happened and Mm. whatever. Like Mm. I'm really glad that I went down this path instead of this or is this something that I'm really going to regret? How is this going to impact me in the long term? Because I feel like that's what happened with this decision is we had like, some other people being like, you'll regret this. Like, you don't want to miss. it's a mistake. You don't want to miss this opportunity. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I was like, <laughs> and I was saying this to my boyfriend and he was like, I was like, we've already put like quite a bit of work and effort into this. And he was like, yeah, you have. But if you put another year into this and then you look back You'll be like, fuck, I should have just like ripped the Band-Aid off Mm. and made the decision that I wanted to earlier in. Mm. Being like, okay, in a year's time, all of the effort that we would have put in or like where we'll be in our careers in a year's time rather than thinking about like, okay, well, what's my schedule going to look like next week if Mm. I decide this? Just like gave me more perspective and kind of took some of the emotion out of it for me and some of the pressure that I'd put on myself. And I think, like, I try to think big picture because I, you know, am by nature a very anxious person and get caught up in the moment. So I think that, like, zooming out a little bit and being like, well, I really care about this in mm. six months, 12 months, five years, and then that kind of helps guide me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's always good to have that sounding board. I think it's good to have someone that... One, has your best interests at heart, but two, can be objective to it as well. Yeah. Because... If someone loves you so much but they can't be objective, I don't know if you'll trust the decision that you will make. Yeah. Because you'll think, but they just want me to be like, they just, obviously they just want you to be happy, but they might not give you sometimes the tough love you need to make a decision. They might not be able to objectively give you all parties. I always think if you have a good relationship with your parents or one of your parents, they're always a good sounding board because they're a little bit like, 
out of the nitty and gritty with like in your every day. But like my mum is always the best person to, you know, soundboard with and talk to because she doesn't need to know every single detail of my life. She just needs to know what decision I need to make. And it's kind of like a diary that can talk back. You know, finding that person that can be your objective sounding board is so amazing, especially because I feel a lot of pressure to make decisions. Like I feel like as well, like I feel like a lot of the time just in like in other friendships and stuff, it's like, okay, what are we doing? And I feel like a lot of the time it's like, okay, because I'm such a problem solver, I'll be like, all right, let's do this, this, this. How does that sound to everyone? Or like I'll kind of be like driving the bus on like a trip or whatever and be like, we're going here, 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 here. That when I don't know what to do, I feel like I've failed. Yeah. Like when I don't know how to make a decision or Or if you know. to solve the issue. To solve the issue. Like if it's a joint decision, like, you know, with this decision, I was like, I I feel like a failure because, you know, you were so torn and, like we're always there for each other that if one of us is torn, the other one kind of steps in and helps. But, but you were torn as well. But I was torn as well. Yeah. So I was like in my head, I'm like, I've failed. Yeah. Like I was like, this is what I'm good at. Mm. I'm good at making decisions. I'm good at being like, all right, regroup. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Different mindset. And I and I was frozen. And that's that, that choice paralysis that I was like, okay, do you know what? Trust the gut. I was like, nothing that is supposed to happen should be this hard. Nothing that is good for you should ever give you this much anxiety. And you know what? That goes in every facet. Whether it's work, whether you're contemplating leaving the industry and you're in, or whether you're maybe with a long-term partner and you're contemplating whether or not this is right for you anymore and you kind of want to explore different avenues, that if something is so difficult, like if your relationship is really hard and it's been really hard for a really long time, that might not be the best thing for you anymore. Mm. Or if your work is causing you to have sleepless nights and you can barely function without thinking in the back of your head, I'm happy right now, but I'm anxious about something. I can't remember what it was. Mm. That's something that happens to me sometimes. Like I'm subconsciously stressed. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that thing? Your body is telling you something. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that thing that I'm stressed about? Oh, it's this. And like you need to avoid those situations. So if that's happening... You need to kind of cut the cord and sometimes you need to respect the boundary that you're setting because making hard decisions is setting a boundary mm. as well. And yeah. I saw this amazing theory from another podcast. So it's probably popped up on your TikTok as well because it's got 15.2 million views and it's called the let them theory mm-hmm. because I think some of the hardest parts about making a decision is external pressure it's what are people going to think about me am I going to disappoint someone like it's all these things that you're actually sometimes not even thinking about what's best for you but you're thinking about what other people are going to think about you judge you if you're going to disappoint anyone and I think this theory actually will help make so many more decisions that little bit easier so I'm going to play that now okay (laughs) you're like I want to listen too So I've been using this thing called the let them theory. I love this. I want you to try it. Here's how it works. The next time you feel left out, your friends all go out to brunch together and they don't invite you. Let them. Or maybe the person you're dating doesn't want a commitment. Let them. Or perhaps uh, your spouse does not want to do the 5K with you. Let them. Your company is laying people off. Let them. You spend so much time and energy trying to control other people 
and getting emotionally worked up about things that are beyond your control. You can tap into peace and true control if you let them be themselves. And here's the other thing. If you let them, people will then reveal who they truly are. And when they reveal who they truly are to you, you now know what you can choose next that's right for you. So let them. Yeah, that's Mel, that's Mel Robbins. And I think obviously that theory can apply to multiple things in life, but I think the end point on you can choose what's meant for you when you let people do their thing, let them be and just focus on you and do what's right for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. And also like even when you have that objective person that you're bouncing ideas off of, you can consider their opinion, but don't let it influence Mm -hmm. you. Like, it's good to listen to other people and what they think, but at the end of the day, kind of circling back to what we were talking back about at the start is you really should listen to your gut, your intuition. Yeah. It's never wrong. It really, really isn't. Mm-mm. And I have this theory that every person's gut is a female. Even, even, <laughs> even, even to Well, women's intuition. Yeah. They say that for a reason. I love saying got to listen to me waters <laughs> that's the one that I love saying I feel it in me waters I feel it in me waters I'm listening to me waters and everyone's like ah. <laughs> on. and I'm like mm-hmm. what you, what is it girl what do you see <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that yeah it's good it's good and I've only just realized now that we forgot to do our product recs at the start of the episode <laughs> as I was about to wrap this one up my product recommendation of the week is actually something that we were both gifted from Charlotte Tilbury and it's the new Magic Hydrator Mist Mm. and I do love a hydration mist Mm -hmm. I do but I hadn't had one in my routine for like a couple of months I'd finished one and then had just been like putting off buying a new one and then we got sent this one it's $80 and it contains hyaluronic acid and niacinamide and it is bloody gorgeous Mm -hmm. I just love it in the morning especially you can use it in your AM and PM routine but I love it in the morning as like a real refreshing wake up mm-hmm. after I've cleansed, but before I've done any of my other skincare, it just helps me wake up in the morning, but then also gives me like that little boost of hydration yep. to like work my skincare into in the morning. Cause I do tend to wake up a little bit dry. So I love it. Yeah. And any makeup artist will tell you the key to a good makeup look is good skincare. Yeah. And it's like, uh, how many hours of hydration is it? I swear it's like up to 24. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Wild. I love it. It's yeah. like a dry skin girly. I'm like, blues. Yeah. And you can use it on top of your makeup as well, like throughout mm-hmm. the day, just like any other hydration mist. I love it. Yeah. And my product rec is very scandalous. I'm kidding. It's not. But did you know that you're supposed to replace your mattress every seven years? <laughs> exactly. So I got my mattress when I was 16 <laughs> and I turned 27 this year so I was overdue overdue. and honestly this mattress said that too like (laughs) it had been through multiple book reading teacup fallovers (laughs) as well as other stuff (laughs) other Other family friendly things that would not be anything else yeah don't make it weird (laughs) so I was like it's time also I had upgraded my bed frame to a queen rather than a double. So it was time to get a new mattress and ended up chatting with Eva Mattresses and they were like, try out this premium mattress. 
Oh my God. So this mattress, you can actually customize the firmness. If you like a soft, medium or hard firmness, you can customize it within this mattress because I think half the point of buying a mattress is you're scared that it's going to be like rock hard if you like a soft one or too soft if you like a hard one. And the fact that you can customize it is amazing. It's also under $2,000. Wow. So for a premium mattress to be under $2,000 to me, I feel like that's a really good purchase as well as the fact of cost per use Yeah. over seven years. I'm not going to do the maths, but let's be honest, it's going to be cheap Yeah. in terms of how often you're using it. And as we've always said, bedding is the thing you do not skimp on. Yeah. If you can afford it, absolutely invest in good bedding from mm-hmm. your mattress to your linens. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So I have slept on it for the last week. Mm-hmm. I have to say I have not woken up once yep. in the middle of the night. Sal slept over. I was going to say I slept in it the other night. It was very, very comfortable. It literally is like a princess bed. Yeah, I, I am it. obsessed and I've been telling everyone about it. I'm like, how long have you had your mattress for? <laughs> I'm like, how long? I've got a fun fact for you. I've got a fun fact. Oh, 10 years, you're disgusting. <laughs> it's you, me. Pig. I'm looking at myself in the mirror yeah. and like, you pig. <laughs> you're sleeping in your own filth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, get God. the mattress. Yeah. Get a good mattress. Yeah. It's very important. If you're moving houses, if you've had your mattress for maybe a little bit too long, it's definitely time for a new mattress. I would highly recommend the premium mattress from Eva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wrap. Now go make those hard life decisions, chickies. Mm-hmm. You've got everything you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having us in your ear holes. We absolutely love to be here. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> love to be here. And thank you to MIK Made for making this episode of Two Broke Chicks Heaven. Goodbye. Bye, chicks.